Welcome to At The Table, where we are connecting entrepreneurs, discovering missions, and building communities with purpose, body, soul, mind, and business with Charlie and Heather with Women in Leadership. Hi, welcome back to The Table. It's Monday again. It's Monday again. I'm Charlie. And I'm Heather. And um, we are so excited to bring you guys these two books and these topics this week. It is going to be a good one. Oh, gosh, these books are awesome. So I love that we're um, on The Secret Powers of Yoga by Nishla, Nishla Joy Devi. Oh, wait, wrong one. <laughs> and and um, I love that we last year we did the yoga sutras. So we have that base understanding of some of these concepts that we're going into. So looking at them again mm-hmm. is really helpful. It is really helpful. I like um, going back and revisiting things because you learn a little bit more about yourself every single time. Right. And you learn and grow. And that's why we want to bring these tools to you. So the other book that we're reading is um, You Can Heal Your Life with Louise Hay. And um, this is really deep. There's lots of like you could do like an overview of this and then go back and really I think this would be a really good book to journal a lot Mm -hmm. with. Um, I know that I've spent some time journaling because of this book, right? Like taking that time and just working through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's about. And it's a lot to work through. Right. It's a lot to work through. So that, and it's the doing piece, right? So um, we can talk about these things, but if we don't do something in action, Mm -hmm. we don't solidify that into our lives. So taking the time to make sure that you're doing a piece. So part of that doing is talking about it. So let's, Charlie's going to get us started with um, the secret power of yoga. We're on chapter three this week. Um, If you would like to learn, learn, if you would like to listen to me reading these uh, chapters, um, those are posted on Sundays on the YouTube channel. So you can check it out over there. Um, but this week, chapter three is rays of consciousness. Dividing into five, these rays of consciousness polarize as pleasant or unpleasant. The rays manifest as knowledge, misunderstanding, imagination, deep sleep, and memory. Knowledge embraces personal experience, inference, and insights from the wise. Misunderstanding comes when perception is unclear or tinted. Imagination is kindled by hearing words, seeing images, or experiencing feelings. Deep sleep allows us to withdraw from conscious awareness. Memory is when a previous experience returns to conscious awareness. I feel like this is the rainbow of consciousness, right? So from, from the beginning to the end, all the colors of, of consciousness. Yes. So it's because it's, it's, you know, we're really conscious and then we're, we're, we have knowledge and Mm -hmm. information floating around and then perception, but it's really neat. Yeah. And this chapter really talks a lot about how, you know, knowledge embraces personal experience inference and insights from the wise because our knowledge comes from 
not only, you know, reading books, going to school, education, but it also comes from life experience, from um, things passed down to us through the generations. Mm-hmm. It comes, knowledge comes to us through in wise insights um, from other people or other authors, books, um, you know, any kind, any way that we gain information um, that can be transferred into knowledge in our own in our own minds, but each of us has our own knowledge because we have our own experience. Hmm. We each have our own knowledge. We each have our own knowledge. How cool is that? It's pretty rad. Oh, that's a cool one. That's a Charlie one liner right there. Um, <laughs> we each have our own knowledge. Where's the pencil? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to write that down. Um, and then the, we talk about misunderstandings comes when perception is unclear or tinted. And to me, this reminded me of one of our four agreements, which is be impeccable with your word so that you don't get these misunderstandings, sadness and drama, right? Right. You're clear with how you're communicating. It's part of the practice mm-hmm. of it. Right. right. And we've talked a lot about that. But and you but ask questions yeah. so that you get the clear communication because that clear communication is um key to avoiding the misunderstandings from you know, because misunderstanding comes when our perception and Heather's perception is different than mine, which is different than yours. Is because we each have our own knowledge. We have our own knowledge. Right. We so we have a way that we approach the world because of our own experiences. Yes. And the, the culture we were born into in our immediate mm-hmm. family, the culture we were born in because of where we live, mm-hmm. the country we live in, like mm-hmm. all of the, it trickles up, right? All the layers. So we each have a layer of that knowledge within us. Um, this chapter also talks a lot about imagination and how we use imagination to um, deal with our own experience. Right? Daydreaming isn't necessarily a bad thing. You could be processing different things through your imagination or, you know, practicing different experiences through your imagination so that when things happen in the react in the here and now, it's you, not as horrifying right. of a reaction on the inside. Right? It's not as jarring. Yeah. yeah. So especially I think with both of us having PTSD and part of that is like our memories have flashbacks that mm-hmm. pull forward mm-hmm. and pull us into a situation. We can actually use our imagination powers to recreate, what happens or how we stand up for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can use it um, to kind of stop ourselves from going into that experience. Uh-huh. Like it, it's a very powerful tool and it's part of creativity. It is. It's really cool. Sleep. You got to download your brain. Ha- it's like rebooting your computer. Mm-hmm. You, you need to sleep. Your consciousness needs you to sleep. So that it can filter out everything you've taken in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that deep sleep, that REM sleep, you know, it's, there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of science behind it. Is it and why ne- it's nidra? 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 
Nidra is sleep. Nidra. Um, so, yeah. And then memory. Recalling our memory when a previous experience is returned to conscious awareness. Again, you know, with PTSD, you know, as an example, it's our memory triggers, right, us to a previous experience. And how are we going to be consciously aware of that so that we can take the steps to move forward in the next step? Yes. And the one um, thing that really stuck out to me was identifying uh, under identifying interference um, is often uh, we experience knowledge from a deep place that carries no apparent reason. And this is what we honor as our intuition. Read that again. We often often we experience knowledge from a deep place that carries no apparent reasoning. We honor this as our intuition. Hmm. So we may not be able to consciously understand why. why we feel the way we do, but that's our intuition, our gut feeling uh-huh. leading us in the right direction because of our experiences, experiences of people around us, <laughs> the things that we've absorbed. And I want to remind you to honor your intuition. Honor. Honor. Yes. Honor your intuition. That's your inner knowing because you're learning to listen to yourself again. Yes. You're learning to trust yourself again. Right? Because we are taught not to trust ourselves. So true. You know, there's a reason you have those gut feelings. Good, bad, indifferent. Um... And it's really cool to to be like, I'm having this feeling, I wonder. And then when you trust it and then you mm-hmm. see the outcome, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy that experience. Exactly. Right. It's a really cool experience. It when you really, really cool notice it and then you trust it and then it's like, oh, wow, I'm so glad I honored myself mm-hmm. and I listened Mm-hmm. Like it's really a really cool experience. All right, now we're gonna go over here to the land of you can heal your life, guys. This is um this is pretty heavy, and I like Heather said, I do encourage you guys to journal with some of this stuff. So, and then if anything's super triggering in here, I encourage you to um, reach out if you need immediate help. There's um nine eight eight. That's a, a free hotline you can call if you're having um, emotional issues, not like, like 911, but for your emotions and uh, mental health. And then um, also we have um, ladies in our circle that do this kind of work on a deep level with you. So if you need someone to help you with that, Mm -hmm. we got you. So just, yeah, reach out, reach out. We're here for you. Um, so in chapter three of You Can Heal Your Life, where does it come from? The past has no power over me. This is huge. I'm really facing this right now, like trying to teach this to my son mm-hmm. right here. This like this chapter is like our week this week. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, right here at the very beginning of this chapter, it says, all right, we have gone through a lot of stuff and we have sifted through what we thought the problem was. Now we have come up with 
what I believe the is the real problem. We feel we are not good enough and there's a lack of self-love. Right there at the beginning. Oh man, I feel that. Right? So many of us feel like we're not good enough. And that our self-love is is like. This is about us inside. This isn't about what people are telling us on the outside. Mm -hmm. This is about how we feel about ourselves. Yes. In here. Mm -hmm. That quiet that you don't share with anyone. Mm -hmm. Are you you telling yourself you're enough already? Mm -hmm. Are are you loving yourself? That's huge. Be real and honorable to yourself and be honest. Are you? Because you can't fix it if you don't honor it. If you're not aware of it. Big time. Right. First step is awareness. Second step is honoring where you're at. Okay. And that means take assessment. Just take assessment. <laughs> Be like, That's this, this is where right? I am mental, right now. Mental this house is cleaning. This, yes. is, this is the how you're going to do that, right? So mental house cleaning. So gonna... um, it, it's like cleaning a room, right? She compares it to cleaning a room. You start with the stuff that's obvious. Yeah. Right. You start with the stuff that's obvious. I need and to then stop saying. Um, one of the things I did was I stopped saying um, I'm dying every time I was laughing as, as a response. Like mm-hmm. I'm laughing really hard. That was just an, trying to explain it. Mm-hmm. But those words, uh-huh. like saying that to myself over and over and over and over again, what was that doing to me? Right. So these are some obvious, mm-hmm. like, really. Words are powerful. Yes. Um, and she gives a few examples here of what the limiting leaf belief, belief, the limiting belief might be such as I'm not good enough. And where it came from might have been a father who repeatedly told him he was stupid. He said he wanted to be a success to his daddy. So his daddy would be proud of him. So he could be riddled. But he was riddled with guilt, which created resentment, and all he could produce was one failure after another. Daddy kept financing businesses for him, and one after another, they failed. He used failure to get even. He made his daddy pay and pay and pay. Of course, he was the biggest loser. Right? And, you know, so, like, what is that limiting belief of... I am not good enough. And where does that come from in you? Who this father repeatedly told his son that he was stupid. And that son, because it's his dad, right? You, you want to love and trust your dad. You're, you know, you love and trust your parents. So you believe what they say. You, you, Take you it take on it as on. your identity, those words yeah. that, yeah. So even though you can, lo- you can continue to love and respect your parents, you don't have to take that on anymore. Right. That's huge. Realizing that you don't have to wear that anymore. Um, Some other big ones are lack of self-love. Because you're, you're trying to win someone else's love, but in reality, you're really needing to win your love mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, another limiting belief could be life is dangerous. Mm-hmm. 
And that's because maybe you had a parental figure who um, had limiting beliefs that everybody was out to get them. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. The world is a horrible place. It's dangerous. It's Um, not safe out there. You know. Um, I mean, there is a certain amount of keeping yourself safe in the world. But there's also the amount where you end up at home because you can't go out into the world because you feel it's not safe. Right? There's a balance between, you know, being prepared for any situation and... mm -hmm. I, this one hit me really hard right here. The limiting belief, I am not good enough. And then the example she gave where it came from is being abandoned and ignored. Mm. Um, it was difficult for him to talk. Silence had become a way of life for him. He had just come off of drugs and alcohol and was convinced that he was terrible. Mm. He was convinced inside. That, inside that he was terrible. I discovered his mother had died when he was very young and he had been reared by an aunt. The aunt seldom spoke except to give an order and he was brought up in silence. He even ate alone in silence and stayed quietly in his room day after day. He had a lover who was also a silent man and they spent most of their time alone in silence. The lover died and once again, he was alone. That's so sad. It is very sad, but the reality of that feeling of not being good enough, that feeling of being abandoned and ignored, that's very real. Mm. Mm -hmm. That can happen. They don't want to spend time with me. They don't want to talk to me because I'm not good enough. Right. Your voice has no power. Brought up in silence. And then, of course, this particular person turned to drugs and alcohol because he thought he was terrible. And that's what maybe what he thought terrible people do. Oh, right. Right. Well, then also, I think when you're feeling that low, you're looking for something to escape that feeling. Yeah, that too. Because you can't, you don't know how to process it. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it seems so big that you could never process it. Mm -hmm. So you try to hide in something. It's also very real, right? Right, right. So the exercise is to notice when you're getting these negative messages and make a list, right? Start with a list. And it, this is, this is a lot. A lot of emotions are going to come up when you make this list of negative things people have said to you and maybe even who said them. Um, she says about a half hour usually works well. You can even take that into smaller chunks. You know, what did they say about money? What did they say about your body? What did they say about love and relationships? What did they say about your creative talents? What were the limiting or negative things they said to you? If you can, just look objectively at these items and say to yourself, so that's where that belief came from. Okay. And once you realize where that belief came from, you can change it. You can decide, do you want this belief? 
or you don't. That's what we learned with the four agreements. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. All right. Charlie goes into the whole chapter um, reading it, but some, uh, you know, you're going to see yourself as a child. Um, and then are you blaming your family for the way you're living? Um, the, the, it's just really in depth. So this is a lot of work. Like, are you personal. blaming other people for what you are experiencing in your life? You know, are you putting those negative self images on to somebody else? Yes. Right. Right. And, um, and taking that power back, um, and you know, noticing those things. Right. So also understanding that the people who said those things to you, who set those limiting beliefs in you, that was their smoky mirror, not yours. Right. They said those things because of something that was going on in them. They literally, they're saying them to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They're not actually talking to you in that moment when they're saying those things. They're mm -hmm. saying that's how they talk to themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't like to talk to myself that way. Right. I don't know about you, but I'm excited that it, I've changed that. Your, your mindset has shifted. Big time. And it, it's really cool when it shifts, like even in your dreams, I'll find myself using a, um, a bracelet in my dream to like reset whatever it is I'm thinking about in my dream. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, cool. I'm using my tools in my dream even like this That's is awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So let's go ahead and end with the, well, not end with, we want, did we want to do this one and that one? Um, I don't really think there is one more on this week. We're looking real quick here. We're double checking something. Do, 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 I don't want to miss it. You were correct. Yeah. There's yes. like, there is not. So we're going to end with um, the poem. It, it, it's presented a like stanza, a poem. A stanza. A stanza. Okay. A stanza. From Louise Hay. You can heal your life. Deep breaths. Feet on the ground. If you're driving, do not close your eyes. Thank you for being safe. In the infinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. The past has no power over me because I am willing to learn and change. I see the past as necessary to bring me where I am today. I am willing to begin where I am right now. To clean the rooms of my mental house. I know it does not matter where I start. So I now begin with the smallest and the easiest rooms. And in that way, I will see results quickly. I am thrilled to be in the middle of this adventure for I know I will never go through this particular experience mm. again. I am willing to set myself free. All is well in my world. This is I hope you guys start off your week with some self-love, self-care, and awareness. You got this. Go out there. Be awesome because you already are. Stay tuned for our cause of the quarter. And we'll see you next time. 
Namaste. And now networking. We help these young women transition from high school into college. And ours is a unique program because we are helping them each year of college till they get that bachelor's degree or go into their chosen career. And so that mentorship goes on through college and actually after college, because what we have is we have two phases in our program. And that first one is getting them through high school to college, to their career. And once they're in their career, they're now member forever with a free membership. And we have mentors in place, business coaches that help them to learn the essential skills to run an effective business. And so the mentoring goes on, the relationship goes on, and I'm sure that they will eventually also be mentors to the new kids coming into our program. Thank you for joining in on the fun. Be sure to like and subscribe for more.